We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You think football is still fun? Uh, yes. Sir? Yes, no. No? Sir, sir uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Just look at that. He hit the fall. That gets a free steak. <laughs> you having fun yet? Oh, yeah. I'm having a blast. Thanks. Good. All right. Welcome back to Big Screen Sports, the podcast where all movies are sports movies. I am your host, Kyle Banduho, and we are in week three of Rom-Com Month covering an absolute heater. Me and Caroline Darney tonight talking easy A. Uh, this movie rules. It's really funny. Emma Stone is incredible. Uh, excited to dive into this one. Before we do, want to shout out our Big Screen Sports Patreon group for supporting the show, especially our big show producer-level patrons. That is Aaron Figueroa, Mike Schubert, Steve Rogers, Kevin Frost, Mike D, Ryan Yeager, Mike Drees, Chris Mikoski, John Craig, Sam Smith, Zacharis, Class Day and Fire, Jason Alva, Stephen Nabo, Dan McFall, Kevin Inkleman, Mac Lindsay, Kurt Ritchie, Robert Dove, Andrew Teagle, Benjamin Bauman, Jeff Esses, Anthony Scafone, and Taylor Logan. Biggest thanks to them and all of our patrons for supporting this show. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash sports. We've got a seven-day free trial uh, and also want to shout out a new patron. Big shout out to Aaron West for joining up on the Patreon. He joins a group that helps us pick which movies are going to be covered on this podcast, which movies are going to be covered as live watches, get to join the Big Screen Sports Discord and participate in the live chat in those live watches. Uh, so a lot of fun stuff if you want to come over and help support the show, help us keep this thing going and tell us what to cover. So uh, without further ado, let's get into week three of Rom-Com Month, which will be stretched into five weeks of Rom-Com Month. We're stretching into uh, into March because we have a special episode planned up. So uh, let's get into week three. Me, Caroline Darney, talking easy A. All right, joining in for the third episode of Rom-Com Month from Bet for the Win and for the Water Cooler, Caroline Darney. Caroline, how are you tonight? Hi, I had to redeem myself in your eyes for making you watch Wedding Planner, so. Polar opposites <laughs> tonight in terms of vibes, in terms of enjoyment. Um, this is more, I, I feel like we're going to spend the next hour just heaping praise on a lot of people. <laughs> yes, this is one of my absolute favorite movies firing on all cylinders speaking of absolute favorites caroline i listened to this past week's episode of for the water cooler today and one yes. of my favorites is is genuine's pony uh <laughs> and you had you had brian floyd on another one of my favorites yes uh, what is, is how is that and what is what is coming on this week in for the water cooler 
Um, well, yeah, we had Brian Floyd on, and I can't tell you what's coming up because I don't know yet. That's still, we're working on that. Um, Perfect. But yeah, it was funny. You wouldn't think that you'd get as much. We had to like pull ourselves back in from a conversation, a 30 minute conversation about just one song. Um, and Brian is such a wealth of knowledge, not just about mm -hmm. Pony, because he loves the song, but um, the background in Timbaland and all the different um like how it kind of came to be and i found it really interesting um and then i we played a, a horse trivia game that you i will did. not spoil the results to <laughs> i would have been very good at it i texted you this i knew yeah. all the answers um <laughs> all of them like it would have been my would have been my finest hour but um <laughs> carolyn let's delay no further because i'm so yeah. excited to talk about this one uh, tonight, the third episode of Rom-Com Month, we were talking about Easy A, the 2010 high school rom-com. A clean-cut high school student relies on the school's rumor mill to advance her social and financial standing. That summary leaves out quite a bit about this That is plot. an extraordinarily misleading really, summary. Really bad summary. Uh, starred Emma Stone, Penn Bagley, and Amanda Bynes. This is directed by Will Gluck, written by Burt V. Royal. Got an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, it, it does feel low. Caroline, when when you did you see this one in theaters? Ooh, good question. Um, maybe, but oh gosh, I don't know. I have it on DVD. I still own it. I uh, love it. Um, Physical media, it's coming back. <laughs> I'm hearing that a lot these days. Uh, I think I did immediate immediate yes for me with this movie. Um, I really, this is what, how, how many years after, um, super bad is this? this? Is, like this is, I think three years. I think super bad is 2007. It's 2007 or 2008, right. but this is the, yeah. this is the Emma stone, the real breakout party. This is give, right. give her a vehicle. Cause if we want to dive this was, into that, they found her funny. This was, they found her when she was funny in super bad. Yeah. Um, also the my favorite line of super bad no joke is the the toast at the end that michael sarah gives when they're finally made to the party and he's like to the respect to of the women. respect of women to respecting <laughs> to respecting women it's my favorite um but she's so funny at the end of that she just did so much with so little time that this was like as you said the vehicle to like introduce her to this comedy i absolutely love the her dry humor like it mm -hmm. is 100 my my vibe and um, I just thought this was such a clever movie. And actually, fun fact, get out of the way early. Uh, Will Gluck just directed Anyone But You with Friend of the Pod, Glenn Powell. Uh, so early play the music. Early, right yeah, but it fit it it fits in. It's a natural. So like Will Gluck, I'm glad that he is back on the rom com. This is an interesting like. It might be a smidge of a stretch to call it a rom com, but yes, yeah. yeah. But I'm I'm keeping it so. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's nice that he's back on the, you know, this one. I mean, so like you said, we we pretty much, I think most people's first time seeing Emma Stone, or at least a lot of people's, is super bad. And I remember, like, I saw Super Bad when I was sixteen. I was like, who is that? Like, she was the, she was the coolest. I mean, that was the thing. Yeah. I mean, that's like when when Jonah Hill is crying at the end of that movie, like you're so cool and uh that thing. But she, like you said, she does a lot with a little in that movie, and then she gets her own vehicle right here. And I don't know if this is just hindsight talking because I didn't see this movie when it came out. I don't know if this is like hindsight talking, knowing now that she 
is an Oscar winner, might yeah, get another Oscar one not. this year. Yeah. Has you know has her career has just been incredible. But she's got the juice. Like she yeah. is, she is charismatic as shit. She is really funny. She can carry a movie. She can carry the emotional weight. Um, it can have chemistry with, yeah. with straight men, with gay men, with just about everybody. Like she's, yeah. I mean, phenomenal. Just an absolute revelation. Um, this one's an easy Hall of Famer. Like easy. Oh yeah, like easy first ballot entry. And she also not only holds her own, like, but she is on level verbal sparring working the room chemistry with people like Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson mm-hmm. and Thomas Henry Church and like these are you know she does not fade when she's in these collaborative or like group settings and I, that's why I think she's so great in this and it's just so funny it's so funny and I quote from this movie so much like yeah. the amount of times if anyone ever says melody in my head and sometimes out loud, I do the like melody bustic like every single time in my head. Melody bustic. So I'm going to lead off the trivia with an incredible sliding, sliding doors moment of what, what would have happened <laughs> oh, to Emma no. Stone's okay. career. So she does super bad in 2007. She's supporting role in the walker in the rocker that, uh, that Dwight Schrute movie. I can't remember his name. Uh, Rain Wilson. Uh, supporting role in The House Bunny. Supporting role in Ghosts of Girlfriends Past with our guy McConaughey playing another dick. Uh, Zombieland, where she's one of the main yep. players there. She's great in Zombieland. She looks great in Zombieland. Yeah. Uh, she's in Paper Man and Marmaduke, two movies I've never seen, who have a combined Rotten Tomatoes score of 39%. Then in 2010 comes Easy A. She dropped out the, her first starring role. She dropped out of Sucker Punch to do this movie. Sucker Punch is cheeks. Sucker it Punch is, is buns, terrible. straight buns. Yeah. Sucker Punch was one of those ones that was doing an HBO run when I was playing college baseball. And so we would get to a hotel and be like, what's on HBO? And oh, it was Sucker, suck, Punch. It was Sucker Punch often. So I watched Sucker Punch like the movie's terrible absolutely terrible and then she goes from this to the next year's crazy stupid love and the help and then she follows that up with the amazing spider-man and that's a that's a pretty good run pretty quality run yeah um so man i'm glad she didn't do sucker punch because holy shit that movie sucks this movie's awesome um the webcam and narration scenes were all shot in one day Emma Stone had a 14-hour day of simply staring at a camera doing every single webcam and narration scene for the entire movie. Every so often, she would have to walk around outside to stretch her muscles from sitting so long. Truly endurance podcasting by Emma Stone right there. Yeah. That is, I mean, because she narrates throughout the entire thing. It's not like, yeah. How do you feel about that framing device? Uh, For a movie set in 2010, perfect. No, no. Yeah. It's great. Um, I like it. It's a ton of, it's a, it's something that could be, uh, vastly misused if done improperly or not. I think that they managed to utilize it. I love the five parts where she's like taking on this journey and then you like end up at the right, like love. I actually think it works really well on this. Um, I don't mind it at all. There are two homages to Ferris Bueller in this one. Did you catch them? Two to Ferris Bueller. I only caught one. No, 
So uh, she's talking to her mom and she's when she's playing guitar poorly and she says they never had one lesson. Yeah. That's like when Ferris Bueller's playing the clarinet terribly, never had one lesson. And then when she is singing Pocket Full of Sunshine in the Shower, she has her hair in the mohawk like Ferris does. Oh, in, okay. In the opening scene of Ferris that- Bueller. Pocket full of sunshine. Like also, I've found a couple like Will Gluck using um, "Feel the rain on your skin." Also, Natasha Bedingfield was in "Anyone But You," and then "Pocket Full of Sunshine." Oh, really? Is she making a comeback? No, I, I just it was uh, in "Anyone But You." It's like his <laughs> Glenn Powell sings it as his like comfort song when he's stressed about flying. Must Will Gluck must really have a thing for for yeah. So I just think it's a funny coincidence that it's back, or that I didn't think I didn't know he did this movie, which is probably why when I rewatched it today, um, noticing a couple of things that I was like, oh, that's a Will Gluck thing, I think. So, so the screenwriter Bert V. Royal, this is his first first movie that he wrote. Great movie, everyone loves it. Do you know what other movies he's done? No. None. None. This is a Literally one, the only one. One and done. Yeah. What a he legend. Is, uh, he is the creator and executive producer of a TV show called Cruel Summer, uh, which is like recent. Uh, he was a writer on a show called Council of Dads and the executive producer of Recovery Road. All three TV shows. Don't know any of those. Don't know any of them. Well, Bert V. Royal, thanks for making this movie. It's my fave. I know. I know. Uh, so one one casting one, someone who initially auditioned for the role of Olive, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. Would have been good. Would have been good. Would have been good. I think that's the only name that you could say. The other one, and I don't know if the time age is accurate enough, but I think it is is Anna Kendrick, I think could also yes. pull this off. This would have, this would have been, it'd be interesting. If, so Anna Kendrick kind of got her movie to with take off with pitch perfect. Yeah. Um, because and then, I'll tell you what, I did not, I did not like her in twilight and she played the role she was supposed to play, mm-hmm. but I also just didn't like twilight. So I think that's probably the bigger problem than Anna Kendrick being the friend in that, but it's the same. I also, I absolutely love pitch perfect. So it like, it's the same it's the same version of lady humor. It's the same like dry, witty, smart, like biting. Like it's my favorite. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence and Emma Stone are kind of on each other's corner, but it doesn't seem like they're forcing each other out of it. It's interesting. Like yeah. they have the same kind of humor, same kind of personality and demeanor. You can't say that Jennifer Lawrence missing out on this is a big, like, Oh, what if? Cause like, she's still, you know, she's still got the hunger Games. She still won an Oscar. Uh, you know, things are still going pretty well for Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I think she's doing okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's doing fine. Um, this last one is is the bummer. Uh, according to a 2018 interview, Amanda Bynes decided to quit at quit acting after watching herself in this film. Um, Why? This is kind of the, I mean the, this kind of dives into the the one bummer with watching this movie is it being Amanda Bynes's last movie. She has obviously yeah. struggled with her mental health for. Yeah. Since, since this really. Um, but thinking about her in this and her and she's the man, a movie we've done on the show, she was incredible. Like she was a phenomenal child actress as she was getting into adulthood with this movie, with she's the man. She, I mean, it's, 
I mean, it's you just hope that she is okay personally. My reaction, the why, was not like I understand that she, like her history with. Mm. I did not realize that this was the last one she did, but the why is more like she was fantastic in this. She's, there's oh, nothing she's that perfect. She, there's nothing that she should have watched back and been like embarrassed by or devastated. But I don't understand. I understand that that's not how this mm. stuff always comes. But yeah, I thought it was. I thought she was wonderful in this. She perfectly played Marianne. Like. Yeah. She's, she's excellent. Yeah. Truly excellent. Um, I mean, she's one, she's an all timer, like truly. Cause if you grew up watching all that and then the Amanda show and then she's the man is all time, all time favorite of this podcast. What was the other show? There was another show that I used to watch her on that. I absolutely loved. Um, it had, Oh God, what was his name? Hold on. Now I have to look it up because now I, um, it was so good and it had i think it had christina applegate in it um Anna Bynes was in a show with christina applegate i think i think if i'm thinking of the right show let's see here uh, also what a girl wants was awesome with, oh wow uh, yeah what i like about you that was, a, was TV a tv show series. yep um yeah christina apple no sorry it's not it's jenny garth Oh, she was in um she was in Hairspray. Yep. Uh yeah, man. I mean, her movies, she's in Hairspray, she leads Sydney White, which I remembered and see. Uh, she's the man has okay. 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Get the what? fuck out of here. Excuse Get the fuck me? out of here. That's unbelievable. That movie is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, What a Girl Wants, fantastic. Did you ever see that one? I did with, not see uh, what a girl wants. With Colin Firth, the five point eight. Come on, guys. <laughs> She's the man. I love the "What I Like About You" series. It was ridiculous. I think it was on like ABC Family or something, but I loved it. Sydney White was fun. It's just a Snow White thing. It was good. I enjoyed it. Wow, she really didn't do anything else after Easy A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen anything that Amanda Bynes was not good in. So. Fantastic. It's kind anyway. of a bummer. It's kind of a bummer. <laughs> Um, let's go into, let's go into what worked about this one. Why, why it's a hall of famer. Can we just lead with, I mean, we've, we've done the Emma Stone conversation a bit, just in generally who she is as an actress, but in this movie, it's, it's, it's an incredible performance. Like it's truly, it's an excellent comedic performance. It's, she carries the emotional weight when things get dark for Olive. I mean, she's, she's excellent. She could have churned out and she might, I mean, she, she might, but like, she could bring rom-coms back if she wanted yeah, to. Like, she, she could truly bring rom-coms back. Do we want to have that conversation? She need, I would love nothing more than to see her in a rom-com in the next few years. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, I don't think they'd ever actually do it for it. Cause like they're act like, well, I think they like, they are, they're friends and stuff now, but can you imagine like if her and Andrew Garfield did a rom-com together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, come on. Or, or they do her and Ryan Gosling should do their, you've got mail because they like, just like Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks did sleepless in Seattle. And then, you know, years later did you've got mail. I mean, we had them in crazy, stupid love. Uh, obviously La 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 Land. Yeah. Different vibe. Uh, gangster squad there. So they, they've done three movies together as a love interest. And I think, I mean, bring it back. Yeah. Bring Bring it back. But she, I mean, the, this movie just shows like the early chops and I, she'll be, she'll be able to do this forever. You know what? I would absolutely watch a rom com with her and Penn Badgley. Yeah. Okay. So they had great chemistry. They did. Let's have I 
don't have much of a relationship with Penn Badgley. I did not watch Gossip Girl. I have not watched you. And you would not have seen him in like anything. And any and this, I know, I know yeah. him in this. I know him for having very prominent sideburns. He was coming for Joe Maurer's <laughs> crown, and and in around this era, he did not succeed. <laughs> he is fascinating to me because I dabbled in Gossip Girl for a bit, just and it is a truly, truly ridiculous show, like absurd show where you watch it and you're like this is the craziest thing i've ever seen next episode let's go <laughs> um it's the least one of the least relatable shows i've ever watched <laughs> like not a single thing about how these like upper east side high quote-unquote high schoolers live their lives like was remotely the experience i had as a military brat like living in germany um but he He's fine. He's good in it. He's handsome. There was a long time they were talking about having him as like he was fan cast a lot for Fantastic Four, which the um obviously the cast came out. Did they want today. him to be Reed Richards? Yes. And I was like, no. Uh, I just didn't see. And I'm I'm stoked with Pedro obviously because he's any. I'm so excited for you Pedro with Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Really? <laughs> with because we're gonna get Pedro and Tom Holland content, and my heart is gonna blow up. It's gonna explode. I love it. Um, but his online presence. Have you ever seen his TikToks? Penn Badgley. He's yes. He's so good. No, I have not. You gotta follow him on TikTok. It's so entertaining, and so. Really, this was like def- this is definitely my favorite thing that he's done. You is is one of those like if it's a rainy long weekend, and like it's just a creepy yet somehow you still like find yourself intrigued by this person because it's like, literally about stalking. Like the whole thing is this guy like stalking people. His movie um, career like, <laughs> is kind of like whiff whiff city. Uh, he starts out with John John Tucker Must Die, which that I've seen. Um, he's in this, he's in margin call. He's like one of margin call is a big, a big cast. Uh, Tooch also in margin call. Um, but, uh, yeah, not, not a whole lot going on for him. I, I thought he was good in this movie. He did have, they did have chemistry with, um, with Emma stone. I mean, he, I think he pulled off the, I, I feel like he'd be more popular as far as his looks and stuff, but he's also not, he's not distractingly distractingly hot i'd say like he's a good looking dude but he's not it's not like if glenn powell he, or if um a man cam how, how are we pronouncing that last name the uh the who? fella from twilight who's in this movie the man who contracts chlamydia oh cam cam Giganday or whatever yeah yeah, I yeah. that's that's a hand that's a handsome fella i <laughs> he is i remember 2010 caroline thought he was way hotter than 2024 caroline is because i was like that's right. That's a hot guy that was in Twilight. And then they showed him and I was like, ah. You know what he's right. in that no. we're going to have to do at some point? You ever seen what? Never Back Down? No. <laughs> Never Back Down is like an MMA movie, kind of, but it's like. That's why I didn't see it. It is a lot of like dudes just like fighting in parking lots. It is. Uh, <laughs> he is. He's the bad guy in that movie. And Incredible. that movie is fucking wild. Just, just <laughs> wild. But he's our bad guy, um, man. You, uh, you would have thoughts on. I think a young Evan Peters is in Never Back Down. Actually, really, 
Yeah, it's like um, the the dorky the dorky friend. I think Cam Gigadene or whatever his name is beats yeah. his ass. Uh, but it's and in that movie he looks. I think he was going for the Brad Pitt and Fight Club look, like clearly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, never back down is 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 something. Um, I think what and stick with me. I hope this isn't too outlandish. If I think Penn Badgley missed an opportunity to find himself like a James Marsden lane. He like, could. Yes. As like, are we talking the guy who gets kind of left at the altar multiple times? Yes. Like that guy, he yes. could be. Yeah. He, like he's got, he's a good looking guy. He's like, it's, you get where he's like with the girl. He's nice. He's charismatic. But you can also say like, okay, I can see her picking Ryan Gosling, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, like the nice guy that's like always kind of screwed. He could have, I think he, it's not too late. It's not too late. <laughs> it's not too late, Penn. You can find that niche. Um, I also think, I, I legit think he could with the right, I think that's the balance. He's more of a with the right person pairing could be great in rom-coms mm-hmm. uh, because like, again, the chemistry that they have is so fantastic. Um, I don't think you could just throw him with anybody. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you could. Cause mm-hmm. I, like I said, he's, he's he was he was one of the most unexpected parts of the movie for me when I saw it the first time, and he has stayed kind of like because <laughs> I'll tell this story now. The the what I love about this movie is like some of the just absurd jokes, not absurd jokes like they're like outlandish or whatever, but I will end up in tears every single time they're doing that bit about being the Blue Devils, and then he comes back out as the woodchuck and he picks up the log doing the whole thing and i cry laughing every single time and i was on a flight back from a deployment um with my good friend joey uh, edwards and we like i said we always like switch dvds and, like whatever else and so he had never seen it and i let him borrow easy a he's watching it in the row in front of me on this little because it's like the commercial military transport is essentially what it is and he gets to that part and he is like doubled over and i see him like continually just rewind it and watch that part again and then he turns around to see and he's like so tonight as i was watching it i was in tears and i took video (laughs) i texted it to him um and just that one scene like just him eating the log uh, immediately got a reply. <laughs> he did the like, he typed out the like, ah, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Penn Badgley understood the assignment playing the kid who's the mascot because he also brings that same energy to the restaurant when he's doing the happy birthday song in the lobster hat. That's why I love him because he he's always bringing that energy to stuff and he's always like, he's not afraid. He was like, I don't know. He's like the cool kid in high school, but that's also not afraid to look like an idiot. And I just, I love it every single time. The thing I like about this too, is he's not, he's not a loser in this. No, like Mm -hmm. he's yes. He's the mascot, which you don't typically associate with the most popular kid in high school. And he's, he's your classic. Like he's working the, you know, he's working the food service job or like the restaurant job or whatever. He's not a loser. It's not like it's not like when she, you know, people aren't shit talking him. He's just kind of there. He's just like getting through yeah. high school. He's quietly handsome. He doesn't really have a group or anything like that. That's kind of a red flag. Doesn't seem like he has any friends, but we we can talk about that. But well, he got invited to Melody Bostick's party. Like he was invited. Like there was definitely it felt as though 
um, Rhee and Olive were kind of on the outside of that group type yeah. thing. And it's kind of where they want you to believe that, like, Emma Stone isn't invited to things. Like, come on. Like, come on. Come but on, I get it. Like, it's the, you know, dorky high school stuff and whatever. She has glasses and a ponytail. Um, but, yeah, he's he's just so great. And I love that they he's supportive and there and not creepy and like the way that he tells her he likes her is like the sweetest thing ever like he's just offering support without wanting anything back like throughout he doesn't believe the bullshit he sees right through it right away like obviously i love the through line of like she because all of this you know to better detail the synopsis for people that haven't watched it or aren't going to watch it or don't whatever don't care about spoilers is she helps out a friend who's getting bullied for being gay. Well, sorry, let's back up. She jokingly lies to her friend about having sex for the first time when really all she did was stay at home, painting her toenails, screwing around in her house and listening to her birthday card that had pocket full of sunshine playing on it the whole week. I love that whole like sequence. The weekend sequence is art. Worst song ever. like it's so well i gotta i gotta i gotta i gotta fuck it it's so good um but that lie gets blown out of proportion because Amanda Vines finds out about it or here overhears it in the bathroom and tells everyone that she's a raging slut and is sleeping with community college boys. And so she decides she gets asked by her friend who's being bullied for being gay to help pr- like prove to everybody at Melody Bostick's party that he's not gay by like pretending to sleep with him, whatever. Um, also hilarious. You know, she's like, what's yeah, yeah. that? <laughs> she's like, don't say that. Um, but, and then it snowballs from there and other dorky guys at the school are, are offering her now gift cards to say that they got to third base or whatever else. And it's a great uh, plot. It's an incredible plot. And the movie gets high school too. It gets like the, the the high school rumor mill and how things spread and how people get labeled. Like this is a high school movie that really understands high school. (laughs) It's like, I'm worried how information is shared at this school. Um, and it's the, it also leans into like the tropes or whatever, where she's like, and how fitting that we also have to be studying the scarlet letter. Like while we're doing, while I'm going through this whole thing. And so she leans into it and like emblazes it. The, how much she, th- well, I don't, you probably won't know the answer to this anyway. Like, but I was going to say, she probably spent at least a thousand dollars on all those like bustiers and stuff. Like yeah. that is not cheap. She, Those are not cheap. She was clothing. bringing in, she was raking in the money though for a high school student. Like she was doing also well. Girl. Doing yeah, well. But she a lot can't, of gift like, cards. Change that. Yeah, I was like, she can't change that Home Depot gift card into. <laughs> Um, might have sold it on one of those websites where you can buy discounted gift cards. Like she's like, you know, give me $180 cash for this $200 Home Depot gift card. True. Might have been, yeah. might have been working that back in the day. Um, let's talk about uh, Tucci and Clarkson in terms of. Oh my God. Because the best movie parents ever. I was just going to say that. Yeah. They, I think they're the best movie parents ever. Like, because the thing is, 
not only are they funny and whatever else, um, they get their daughter. Like, yes. they respect her. They've, ta- like, raised her how they think, you know, a child should be raised. They taught her what they need to teach her. And when she's going through shit and she doesn't want to tell them about it, not in, like, a super secretive way, but in, like, a high schooler way, they don't, they, you know, are you, are you okay? Like, everything good? Like, whatever. Should we be worried about these things? When she says stuff like, hey, if you hear around town that I have chlamydia, just know that it's not true. And they're like, okay, should we be worried? Yeah. Does this have something to do with your outfits? Um, they give her trust, but, space, and support. They're, and, yeah. And, and they're funny. And they're funny. This and, is, they're, and they're hot. It's clearly, yeah, a couple we, that, it's clearly a couple that's still fucking. <laughs> We've been texting about this for a day now. But this is definitely, this is hot Tucci. Like, He's out here wearing some Henleys with a tan. Yeah. I love a Henley. Um, yeah, Tucci looks fantastic. He has a perfect amount of stubble, and it's like even stubble all around the head, mm-hmm. like, and the beard, and it's like a perfect amount. His glasses are great. He is just, like, delightful in this movie. He has a couple of the best quotes i think mm-hmm. very um, quotable movie this is, this is a tough movie to pick best quote yeah it's extremely quote i love we'll save i'll save the other best one but when he's sitting at the dinner table with the little brother and he goes so where are you from originally <laughs> <laughs> i can't it's so funny um he, yeah the two of them and the stories they tell and the way that like patricia clarkson is that perfect balance of like listening and also like embarrassing they're sitting on the car and she's talking well she's trying to tell her she's like oh yeah i got called a slut but mostly because it's with a lot of people <laughs> i love this movie so much they're the the best parents the be- i mean the whole <laughs> the whole cast is stacked though because with a lot of high school <laughs> with a lot of high school movies a lot of high school rom-coms, like think about the history of them. The bench is not that deep. It's a lot of like no. bit players and character actors and, and things like that. Like how about Oscar nominee Stanley Tucci and Patricia Clarkson playing the parents? How about Oscar nominee Thomas Hayden Church playing the, uh, you know, playing, playing the teacher. How about Lisa Kudrow? How about Lisa Kudrow playing the, uh, the counselor? Like how does, how does that sound? How about Fred Armisen and the cameo is the, the pastor father. Like, how does that sound? How does yeah. that work for you? That was one that I was like, um, stunned by. I did not re- realize watching it or this is the first time I've seen it in a long time. Um, that he was in this. I was like, wait, that's Fred Armisen. Um, I love Lisa Kudrow is so good in the limited space that she works with him. And it's it the most so- opposite of Phoebe too. Cause yeah, like she in this movie is person. terrible. Yeah. She's awful. Terrible. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a deep, it's a deep bench. Thomas Hayden Church is so good. Again, when he takes the, (laughs) he takes the hat off of one of the stoners and just like puts it on the head of the guy next to him. I can't explain it. Hilarious to me. I don't know why that makes me laugh so much, but there's always like, and this is why I love too about, um, Olive as a character. I don't, I definitely didn't like have any sort of experience like this but the i was definitely a dork like i liked my classes and there were definitely teachers that i really liked and that i like when she sat there and like listened to the um like actual lesson on this on the scarlet letter 
I was like, I was like, I relate to this. Like this was me in high school. <laughs> like I was the one that was, you know, where the the when um, Lisa Kudrow's like, who is that? I've never seen her before. And he's like, I'm not surprised that you haven't met her. And she's like, I think I would with a student who dresses like that. <laughs> but I was the one that never got sent to the office. And when she, the principal guy too, who is that? What actor? Was he been in a ton of stuff? Oh, that like a... old British guy? Yeah. Love him. Uh, he is. Oh, uh, it's Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Old, an oh. old timer. Yes. He's so, funny and he has like two scenes yeah he's i love malcolm mcdowell so malcolm mcdowell for folks trying to picture uh he had the run as terrence and entourage he was in a clockwork orange he's been in malcolm mcdowell's been been knocking it down for years and then we haven't talked about the uh the one half of ali and aj who was in this movie yes uh, what is it ali or is it aj it is ali he was also in gossip girl for four episodes malcolm mcdowell was in gossip girl yeah. Really? Roger Menzies. Okay. 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 Yeah. I mean, it just, yeah, Allie does, it's just. Well does cast. a good job. She's, yeah. She's a good um, sidekick foil. She is. She is. Um, yeah. I mean, great plot, incredible cast, legitimately funny. Like, this, there's there's not too much in, to say about this movie. Like, it's just really, really good. Yeah. It's excellent. Then let's take a quick ad break and then we'll get back with some some things that maybe didn't work. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay. For what didn't work, Caroline, this is one of those scenarios where it's all out of love. You're just pointing out things. We're asking questions. Yeah. I think it's there's really honest honestly not a lot for me because like it they do such a good job. There's a few things where you're kinda like like I said, how you so I mean, believe that people aren't asking Emma Stone on dates in high school? Like, yeah. okay, cool. Um There's a line in this one that's glaring. What? No such thing as a sexy George. <laughs> George Clooney, is that George what? George Clooney is th- yeah. the sexy George. <laughs> And it's early in the movie too. That is it, Rhiannon that says that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of a lot of good looking Georges. Are there a lot? Yeah, I think so. Hold on. Famous. I mean, you, Clooney. You Clooney jumps out. George Carlin. <laughs> George Costanza. Uh, <laughs> so in turn, oh, uh, George Michael was a good looking George. Okay. Really, hey, people love George Michael. 
<laughs> in the 1980s, people loved George Michael. What are you talking about? Um, okay, so when looking at famous Georges, it, it really is pretty limited. But George Clooney <laughs> makes up for like if you if once you have a, a Clooney with your name, your name is a sexy name. Yeah, like I think, I think what like Rosemary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, I, I think I'm trying to think back to like 2010, like what a high schooler in 2010 would have had exposure wise to George Clooney. Like, I mean, Ocean's Eleven was popular. There's a a world in which these high schoolers think he's too old for them. Maybe, maybe that's it. If she's like, there's not sexy, no sexy George. Um, but yeah, you're right. That's fair. As I'm realizing now, I think the name George is kind of a gateway to being an interesting person. Uh, George Carver, George Harrison, George yes. Lucas, George Orwell, yeah. George R. R. Martin, George Washington, all known for their sexiness, oh, which is George Washington, especially noted, yeah. noted, <laughs> noted, <hot guy>. babe. <laughs> some veneers would have done him some good. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Clooney's definitely like the would that be like Birch, Birch Tree? Didn't they use wooden teeth back then? Yeah, he the the story behind George Washington's teeth is actually incredibly problematic. Uh, no, deeply okay. upsetting. Yeah, deeply I don't upsetting. Know. I will um, Google that later. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much yeah, it's pretty much just George Clooney, George Michael, and then a bunch of ugly ass Georges. But still, there there is a sexy George. <laughs> um, I think there's a little bit of the they lean into the absurdity of the whole thing mm-hmm. in the sense that like do we really think that her parents would like really let her go to school like that every day when it's cooking or like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, for the purpose of the movie, it works a hundred percent. But if you're trying to get like real nitpicky, you're like, where did she have the money to buy all that? Like, is she really, are you telling me there's no dress code at the school? <laughs> like, yeah. That, I mean, that's like the nitpicky part of like what you're kind of like, you have to lean into the absurdity of the premise that she's like going to go that far into it. Yeah. So Caroline, you're throwing a house party and <laughs> person you're not really that good of friends with comes up and she's yeah, mega drunk. Absolutely. Hammered. Absolutely not hammered. And she says, <laughs> Hey, me and this guy <laughs> needs somewhere to go have sex. And you say, how about my How about bed? my room? <laughs> my room. <laughs> Going to not. my room. And my big ass house that absolutely has a guest room. Absolutely. How about, guest- how about the bed where I'm planning on sleeping that <laughs> night? <laughs> that, that's a fair point. Also, I thought she immediately realizes the error of her ways as she's running down the hall and goes, put down a towel. <laughs> like- Tough. Melody Bostic, you no, silly goose. Tough. Um, how do we feel about the school letting the uh, idiot twenty-two-year-old stay enrolled? That's that seems like a problem. Well, if it if it was meant that he was going to get out, God would give him the answer. God, yeah, God didn't give him the answers to the test. Yeah, um, <laughs> that also leads to the whole like Lisa Kudrow being like, "Look, I looked it up. It's not illegal." She is. 21 heinous. in eight months. She's awful. Heinous in this movie. Not only like when we first we first find out she has some problems is when we find out that she is having the affair with the 22-year-old high school student. Yep. Um, which like also, 
If she gave him chlamydia, it means that that is not her only affair. Too. Right. Like, There's a lot of questions. And I hope Thomas Hayden Church is doing okay. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so too. I hope you rebounded well. But then yeah. not only is that like bad, she lets Olive take the fall for her, which is <laughs> yeah. horrendous. And then yeah. gives it, it to- yeah, it refuses to help her, which is, uh, I mean, just a terrible person. Probably, we're assuming, probably fired after this. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, Absolutely. definitely, definitely as soon fired. As that, yeah, what's his name? The, the um, principal, definitely. Yeah, Ma- Malcolm McDowell Perfect. gets her out of yeah, there. Yeah, yelled at her for a long time. Uh, best scene in this movie. You could easily say every scene with Tucci and Clarkson. Is there a... Um, is there a... Uh, like a clear, uh, I don't think there's like a clear cut above favorite. There's not a Benny and the Jet scene. We also didn't no. talk about what the the Met moment is between uh, Penn Badgley and, and Emma Stone. When do they realize that they're, and it's probably the car. Well, she has a crush on him the whole time. Yeah. Like she's always like, that so she wanted to kiss him since they were like seven or whatever, eight. Um, I love that they have so many like fleeting passing mm-hmm. moments that like he's at, kind at of the just pool. like. Yeah, and there's one uh oh before they go to Melody Bostics, um, where he says he has a rehearsal dinner. Um and then when he gets there, she's like, I thought you had a rehearsal dinner. He goes, Yeah, it fast, I only had one line. <laughs> because she obviously likes him at that point because she is mortified. She's very upset that he is there after the fake performance mm-hmm. that she just put on because I think she offered that up as an option to um, the friend because she knew that he wasn't going to be there. Um, and it also gives you an immediate glimpse into like how cool he is because like, he's obviously feels for her that the other dudes are like making fun of her behind her back, whatever. Um, the pool one's good. <laughs> the only thing nitpicky wise, it doesn't work is there's no way he's getting off of a shift at that time of night, by the way. No. Yeah. Worker. When, if, if it was a date night yeah it was like yeah. six o'clock <laughs> yeah i was like he's not done with his shift i yeah. mean unless he like stick stuck around to like help after the midday shift but they were at school that day and so his two hour shift at the restaurant yeah yeah he's just filling in to sing he's just there for <laughs> birthdays pen pen we need you we need, we you, need here. you here lobster todd come on in um you left with the man. lobster hat you have to bring it back I don't know that there's like obviously the the big gestures at the end with the song and the mm-hmm. like a John Hughes movie. Um but no, I don't think that there's it's a bunch of just good scenes together. I don't think that there's one like you said, not one like Benny and the Jets one. Mm-hmm. I love anything with like you said, with uh Clarkson and Tucci. When the Tucci is loose, it's always good. Um the the, the one you mentioned at the cool. party, yeah, the, the fake sexual yeah. encounter is is really yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you don't have to be so aggressive about it. Wait, you don't like that? No. Why you don't like that? No, I don't like that. No, how about that? You like that? Uh, a little better. Yeah, you uh, want that. I like that. <laughs> this guy, he's gay. No. He's gay. Oh, don't stop. Oh, oh, don't stop. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. Hey, you try this. I'm going to turn oh. you around. Oh. Take you from oh. the back. Oh. Yeah, that's not going to make people think you're straight. Never mind that. When she takes she takes her underwear off and he's like, Oh, what are you doing? She's like, Are you so afraid of lady parts? Do you think I'm like what do you think I'm a gnome down there? 
<laughs> that always used to make me laugh so hard. Um, I like, yeah, I don't know if there's one specific. We have a musical number. <laughs> yeah, the the knock on wood pep rally performance. That's the point where you're like, what is the school do? What, someone needs to step in. Yeah, this is, this is becoming a problem. Yeah, um, this is where like Thomas Hayden Church would have intervened a long time ago. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's a lot of. I think, I think my favorite is probably still where she's where she spells out the bad word with her peas. <laughs> Yeah, spell it with peas. Okay, I like that challenge. What's a twit? <laughs> she's trying to like name. She's just making up sounds. Oh my god. What about when they're uh, they're watching? They're getting ready to watch the bucket list. <laughs> the for the family member of the week picks the movie. You be your family member of the week every week. Are you accusing me of nepotism? <laughs> <laughs> when the Quiznos guy. <laughs> Not now, Quiznos guy. And he calls her like a slut. It's <laughs> so funny. Not now. He's like, get it half off some sandwich. This is not now, Quiznos guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, slut. Um, I wish. Uh... Oh, you know what? I do like the the weekend scene where she's listening to Pocketball Sunshine. That too. is good. That that montage. Yeah. I like the payment yeah. the payment montage in general. We start hearing what she's getting from these people. Yeah. And the guy who gives her like the twenty percent Bed Bath and Beyond. Uh, keep on. <laughs> I fake rocked your world. Is that all this comment? That's one of the ones that I remember from the trailer. The Pocketful of Sunshine stuff was in the trailer. Yeah. They used the webcam stuff as the framing device. Like this had a very a very notable trailer. I feel like it was on a lot. I think I need to go. I'll go back and watch it. Yeah, it's a good trailer. Good trailer. What is the best quote in this movie? <laughs> I mean, there's. Do you want to just like ping pong them? There's, there's so many. So, yeah, the early one of my favorites is when um, Amanda Bynes is like giving her one of the first lectures or whatever, and she's like, so she asked to talk to her separately. And the friend is like, are you going to be okay? And she's like, yeah, thanks. And they do that little like chest pat, like kiss air hand thing. Hilarious. Um, and she's like, Olive, is it? <laughs> like we had nine classes together. Ten if you count religions of other. What'd she say? Religions of other societies or something, which you, which you didn't because you called it science fiction and refused to come. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> that makes me laugh so hard. Uh Lisa Kudrow talking about her affair and saying he's not the sharpest Christian in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I also absolutely love the when Thomas Hayden Church is like, you guys put everything on Facebook now. Roman went to the gas station, got himself a Coke Zero, and she goes Ah, another Coke Zero? <laughs> that Roman is incorrigible. This quote is where I wish we would have gotten Ryan on the show. If there's one thing <laughs> worse than chlamydia, it's Florida. 
obviously one of the best ones is where they're talking about she, she's ta- they end up talking about like oh he says i'm never gonna go through puberty he says oh i like your pants and she goes thanks they're from costco if you wait a few years i'll give them to you uh when you get a little bit taller and he's like i'm never gonna go through puberty and patricia clarkson starts talking about when she went through puberty and that like olive was a late bloomer too and he and so for reference it's a white family and then there's a little the little boy's black and he's like why should that matter i'm adopted <laughs> stanley tucci slams his hand against the cupboard and goes who told <laughs> We're a family of late bloomers. I didn't until I was 14, nor did Olive. Why does that matter? I'm adopted. What? Oh, my God. Who told you? Guys, we were going to do this at the right time. Listen to me. Sometimes, even when a man and a woman love each other very much, like your mother and I used to, their insides just don't cooperate with each other. It's one of the funniest things. Tooch is so good. He's so good in this. It's so good. Um, There's one like serious ooh. line I like is when she is talking to Brandon, who is the the closeted gay kid that she first helps out, and yeah. he says the line we and this like sums up a lot about high school and growing up. If you're going through a tough time, we can all dream about how things will be different one day, but that day isn't today, and today sucks. And that's yeah. like when you tell a you know like as like the parent of someone who's young and is going to be in middle school and high school like it is easy to tell someone who is in middle school or high school that like none of this shit's going to matter in five years. But when you're in high school, every day feels like the most important yeah. day. In the oh, hundred percent. Biggest day yes. in the world. It's like, and it really just could not matter. High school could not matter any less. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's a really good quote. I like that one too. Although if I had someone do what Olive did at my high school, I think like I would remember high school a lot more vividly because people would yeah, be like, what was I high school like? I was like, well, my junior year, this one girl <laughs> yeah, <laughs> had a, quite the scheme. <laughs> this, is, this is the full back and forth between Olive and Marianne where she's like, don't you think it's a little strange that your boyfriend's 22 years old and still in high school? Not that it's any of your business, Trollop, but he's here by choice. So it's his choice that he's a fourth-year senior who can't pass any test he takes? No, silly. And she points up his, his with a capital H. If God wanted him to graduate, then God would have given him the right answers. And she goes, I'm sorry, but you got to be shitting me, woman. <laughs> I love that one. Um, the, the like, oh, what are you looking for? The Bible that's in bestsellers right next to Twilight? <laughs> Um, right after uh, that actor had been in Twilight, which is fun. Yes. <laughs> there was another extremely. Oh, what is it? Oh, she says Gossip Girl. That's what it was. Yes. And yeah. <laughs> the entire rant from the principal where he's like the thing he's like, this is not some fancy school where parents can do like some song concert thing at the end of the year whatever and she's like i don't know what's happening he goes this is a public school if i can keep the girls off the pole and the boys off the pipe i get a bonus um, how did this the writer of this movie not get a blank check to do more high school movies or more rom-coms like what happened I here know. i have no idea oh i love all this olive there's a young man here to see you he said something about asking for your hand in marriage. That's They're why I love the these funniest parents. Yeah. Like the oh, funniest. Oh, happy day, mama. <laughs> like. Oh, man. They're just the best. 
oh, there's a higher power that will judge you for your indecency. She goes, Tom Cruise. Uh, oh, I this might this is one of my favorite ones too. Uh, not to mention the dad. Uh, the mom says, not to mention how you've been dressing these past few days. No judgment, but you kind of look like a stripper. She goes, Mom. <laughs> Tucci goes, a high end stripper for governors or athletes. <laughs> <laughs> funniest movie i've ever seen where are you from originally everything all right it sounds like you're having sex in here which i know can't be true due to the fact that you have a homosexual boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get into the lenny harris pitch hitter award then do two no, clarks too count? hard um are they in it too much i don't think they are in it too much um they definitely come as a duo yeah because they only have like four or five scenes maybe yeah they would be they would be on the cutoff of who's in it they're on the they're real close it all depends so the thing is i think that there's a lot of if it's not them i think it's thomas hayden church i think it's also there's thomas hayden church as kudrow there's the two malcolm mcdowell scenes which are very good yes but it's really if it's if they're not in it too much, if judged by the the people who judge this award, you know, if the, if the committee says they're not in it too much, yeah. it's the Clarkson Tucci duo. If not, it's it's uh, it's Thomas Hayden Church. Um, okay, defend the villain. Who is? I guess Kudrow is probably our biggest villain. Kudrow or just the high school rumor mill in general. Yeah, I think. Oh, Kudra's really indefensible in this movie. She's not. Yeah, she is nothing. Uh, yeah, like that. Know. I defend against a woman who's a guidance counselor cheating on her lovely husband. Lovely, but uh, then, but then manipulating but the, and using a yeah. the, the manipulation scene with her and all is one of the most despicable yeah. things. Who do you think they're gonna believe? Yeah. Well, there's that. I mean, that's horrible too. But when, like, when Olive says, like, oh, I could have given him chlamydia, like, is yeah, taking that... the fall for her? She's like, oh, really? You do that for me? Like, fuck it's... off. Yeah. And um, that's essentially, like, as much as you want to kind of be like, how would you get yourself this far into it? Every turn is Olive, like, legitimately wanting to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, she sees, you know, for. Brandon, it's the he's getting beaten up daily, mm-hmm. like because people are accusing him of being gay, and like, and she doesn't want him to, like that, like the quote you just said, like that every single it's like this is what I'm living in right now, and it's awful, and so she does so that gets them off of her back, but then you know like the next guy is the guy who's like no one's ever gonna like me, like this sucks, da da da, and she feels badly for him, is like trying to help but one person, and it just snowballs so fast, and then she's she, only because. I think it's only because it's Thomas Hayden Church's wife mm-hmm. yeah. because she loves him. Yeah. She like loves, her- yeah. Favorite, favorite professor. Doesn't want it. I, I kind of like, why are you calling yourself a homewrecker? You didn't do anything like you didn't do anything bad. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I cannot defend Lisa Kudrow in this movie. Um, I think uh, Amanda Bynes, like Marianne is kind of villainous in some ways. Yeah. I think the defense of that is she was born into an evangelical cult. And that, I think that's our biggest problem there. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're little, <laughs> a little like circle where they sing and stuff. Incredible. Uh, the Peter Gallagher Award for the hottest person in this movie. Lot of candidates. 
So let's let's talk it out. Um, I'll be honest. It's funny because like how many times I've been on the show and I know all these categories. Every single time you say one, I'm like, what's next? What's, ooh, ooh. And, like I didn't think about that yet. <laughs> I just like go off the seat of my pants. Um, oh, man. So there's Tooch. Yeah, I'm leading Tooch. Tooch is, is, is looking. He looks, he looks great. Fantastic in this movie. Um, Emma Stone looks gorgeous. Pen yeah, Badge is adorable. Great. Um, and I'll tell you what, I think Thomas Hayden Church looks very handsome in this movie. Yeah. Uh, he's a very, he's a very mature handsome in this movie. Allie from Allie and AJ. That's, that's all I, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, so I'm not yeah, going to do that injustice. Um, Lisa Kudrow looks great. She's, she's horrible in this movie, but, um, it's just it's a, a good a bunch movie. of good looking people. Just yeah. what, what's in the water yeah. in this town, you know, makes you <laughs> wonder. Know. Makes you wonder. Oh, I, I say we give it to Tooch. Good for Tooch. I think, we, I think it's Tooch. Tooch. The Tooch was loose in this movie. And the Tooch, Tooch was, was truly love, loose. I love that so much. I would love nothing more than... I would like to have a beer with Jason Kelsey and a, a glass of wine with Stanley Tucci. Those are the beverages. Okay, a drinking game. This is a tough movie to make a drinking game out of. Yeah. Maybe like have a glass of have a nice glass of wine every time Tucci and Clarkson are on the on the screen. Yeah. Because they seem a, like they just nice. be super fun wine yeah. parents. Absolutely. Love that. That's um, a that's a movie couple that you could also see them being together. Like I understand that Tucci is married to someone else. I don't know what Patricia yeah. Clarkson's situation is, but I hope she's very happy. But you could absolutely see them being a real couple. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. Oh, they're so good in this. Um you could do something like a sip every time she changes outfit, like lingerie outfits, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a hard one to do. It is. It is not not really a drinking game kind of movie. Um, best time, worst time. I think best time might be Lobster Todd. <laughs> yeah, I think so because he's he doesn't have a care in the world most of the movie. No, really. his he's just like really fine with Fives. high school. He's flying under the yeah. radar. He seems like he likes being the mascot, but it doesn't seem like it's his, his whole thing. He's not like, man, I just hope I can go to USC and be the be the Trojan mascot. Like he's just like, yeah, I'm just doing this, I'm just doing it for fun. He's got a couple jobs to make some mice. He's like a down to earth dude, you yeah. know. Like he's not, you know, um, driving so, a station but, wagon. Yeah. yeah, he's a kind hearted guy. Lands Emma Stone, pretty good, pretty cool. Yeah, not bad. Um, yeah, I think he has a great time. Tucci and Clarkson seem to be having a great time all the time. Yes, always. If for is, I would imagine that parenting a teenager is one of the most stressful things on the planet, and they are just like, whatever, man. Although she is their, she is their second because they imply that Emma Stone has a brother in college because that's who allegedly she was setting going up on the date. They don't mention him at all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. her friend, like um, her friend, would know if she didn't. Like it. Like her friend, yeah, yeah. She didn't have a brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So th oh, this is their point. second time through. So maybe he was just a monster. Like he's at, he's in community <laughs> college. Like they're, they're, he's out of the house. They're just like fucking nothing. Nothing's gonna be worse than than that guy. <laughs> the other fun thing that Patricia Clarkson said that's so funny is when she's like talking to her about when she comes back. Whenever what's his name Brandon leaves, and she's like, oh, because I thought he was he was gay. And she's like, oh, yes, definitely. And she says something about, like, using protection. And then she's like, what if you do have a baby? Like, oh, you know, have a baby. It'll give me a chance to do it again and not mess everything up like I did with you. 
God, she's so funny. They're on um, fire in this I think movie. Worst time has to be Olive, right? Yeah. But I mean, obviously it's not through the whole time. Like she has like, uh, I lied. Uh. At the end, Ooh. she gets to air out everyone's dirty laundry, yeah. which would be kind of sick. It's like the high school version of Tupac's Hit Em Up. I feel like worst time actually might be either Lisa Kudrow or Thomas Hayden Church. I think it's Lisa Kudrow uh because it's just now, her Thomas worst Hayden, time is self-inflicted yeah his worst time is he finds out his wife is cheating with a student and he also might have chlamydia because of it yeah well it sounds like they've been having problems and she had mentioned yeah. that they hadn't had sex in a long time like she makes that distinction because yeah. because he wouldn't have found out or uh, yeah like that because she has to point that out so we're like why didn't he find out or why didn't he know um, so maybe he was like, uh, things were on the outs anyway. This sucks right now, but she's getting fired. I'm going to keep my job. I'm a good looking guy. I'm going to go yeah. start going on some dates. Like Lisa Kudrow is getting fired. That's sure. She can't put anyone from the school as a reference. Like she's having a tough time getting a job. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I think she's, she's having the worst time. Uh, Caroline, the Keith Morrison dateline episode <laughs> from this movie. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> it was a quaint California town. Oh, hi. And in a small high school, things were normally pretty simple. Until one year, things fell apart for the guidance counselor. Turns out, she was sleeping with a student. But she was also married. And as the world crumbled down around her, she got desperate and lashed out. Things got dark fast. And tonight on daylight. I just imagine from there she she does way worse stuff. I <laughs> was I was thinking she probably kills the student. She probably kills the <laughs> Amanda Bynes' boyfriend. Like she poisons a drink of his or something, and then things get super dark. An anti anti there's way too many episodes of the antifreeze if i ever get married i'm not keeping antifreeze anywhere near the house yeah because what is, what is it it's supposed to taste like something it's sweet it's sweet yeah. so you can put it like people put it in sweet tea and stuff mm -hmm. yeah. um yeah i've been listening to the dayline podcast the past couple of days yeah so can't no. every time the, i'm like oh they definitely did it it was them <laughs> it was them uh <laughs> roster moves who are we swapping out with Airbud? Lobster Todd. Lobster Todd. Love... That would be great, honestly. She's like, I, w I wish my life would be a John Hughes movie. And then she finishes her webcam stream <laughs> in Air Bud's outside with little, like the little, because he's got the, the speakers that he's holding in two hands, the classic, like yeah. old, like the knockoff computer speakers. Air Bud just got yeah. them draped around his, draped around his neck and he's Shoulders. playing the song. Yeah. He would be good. Um, I mean, listen, Airbud getting chlamydia would be would be kind of funny if Airbud's barking into the phone. And he's like, I, "I love you. I don't care who knows. I don't care that you gave me chlamydia." <laughs> um, what if he was um, uh, the girl that she that tells her she should put a Scarlet A on her wardrobe skank or whatever? What if he? Airbud calls her a frolic. <laughs> what if Airbud is the is Melody is the girl who's having the party? And he says, "Use you can use my room, and it sends him to a dog bed." Melon stick. Airbud is Tucci is is pretty good. Yeah, 
he was telling me something really funny. <laughs> oh my god, she's so good in this. She's it's so really good. Really good. Uh, does this movie have a big chill moment? Um, I think it's cute when he shows up at the end. It would. It would be that. Yeah, I don't think that there's like a real big chill moment. There's no, no Benny in the Jets scene. No, no. And then uh, before more store prequel, sequel, or remake, we have kind of talked about just getting more more Emma Stone rom-com content would be lovely. Yeah, I think um, studios should be lining up to give Will Gluck money is what I think. And um, someone pay this writer. Yeah, someone go find our dude. He's got and, 15 and years of ideas just sitting in there. Just hanging out. Um, but yeah, I don't know if we, whatever. The, so again, I think it was poorly marketed, but anyone but you was a $25 million movie to make. And it's like, I think passing 175 million mm-hmm. that it's made. Uh, so I was just saying, give like, I'm going to write my little wish list roster for rom-coms and just like at will gluck <laughs> just pick two names make something <laughs> i will go see it she is she's not even she's not 40 like she's she's around glenn powell's age right i think so yeah like i mean i'm sure she's doing like she's doing like poor things at the time that anyone but you is I mean, she's 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 making different choices, I think. But if someone could go ahead and just drop an incredibly large bag of money at her feet and say yeah. star in this rom com, I think that would that would be wonderful. He, I'm, I get, we've been saying for ages that like we hope it has this like resurgence and all this, but like I, I hope that. Um, so I just watched Upgraded on Amazon Prime this past weekend. Yeah, it's like Wednesday now already. God, uh, and it's. Um, Camila Mendez from Riverdale, and then some Familiar guy I with know. her, but I have not seen her work. Yeah, and uh, Marissa Tomei. <laughs> um, yeah, come on, yeah, she plays an art like curator, and then Camila Mendez is like an not intern, but like low level working for. Her. They she ends up getting an upgrade on the plane to London, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sits next to this extremely good looking British okay, guy. Okay, this I've seen. Is she breaks her phone? Or like the phone, uh, one of them, their phone breaks and they can't find the other. Is that that movie? No, no, that's called Love at First Sight. Also outstanding. And that has the girl from White Lotus season two. And yes. an adorable. Person. Yes, because I watched they the trailer of that on Netflix yeah. and I was like, I know exactly what happens, but I need to know what happens. It's re- so that's a Netflix one. It's really good. Also very cute. Um, that one was great. Um happiness for beginners with um ellie kemper oh yeah i like ellie kemper and the guy that played jace on yellowstone then or casey case casey um who i was like again watching yellowstone i was like sure he's nice looking but like okay cool like whatever he is he could charm anyone he was so charming in this movie loved it um but yeah this one's upgraded it's a similar type but like Essentially, she accidentally, on purpose, whatever, leads him to believe that she's the direct, that she's Marissa Tomei's character, essentially, that she's like the youngest director in charge of this art house or whatever, and shenanigans ensue. 
Um, but it's it's real cute, real good, and uh, and it got an eighty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. which for an, a streaming, like an Amazon Prime streaming service rom com, that's like a two hundred and fifty percent, like to get eighty out the gate because people are like, oh, this is fun. It's not just like fluff, nothing. It was I really really liked it. It was really good. Are there um, more art director, museum curator? type jobs in movies than there are in real life. Because I yes. feel like that gets thrown out in all the time as like, Oh, she's, she's the training the art in a museum, like Jennifer Aniston in the breakup or Julia Roberts in oceans yeah. 11, like the museum curator. Yeah. I'm not sure those jobs exist. I think there's like three, there's like three museum curators in the whole world. <laughs> yeah. Art curator is such a fascinating, isn't that also like, I think Charlotte in sex in the city did that too. Um, I when don't. She I, she, no, I, I would have to. I would have to ask Jacqueline. I, I, I guarantee you, she knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's just like it's a very common job for women in rom coms. I think it's up there with like magazine writer and um, like that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I think we're hopefully in a resurgence, I and mean, we also should make more this summer will be very interesting i think because the fact that we have like twisters coming out mm -hmm. too and like these things that look fun and exciting that aren't part of um like have to be part of huge franchises and stuff like that jacqueline like, confirmed that charlotte is a uh director of an art, art, art gallery or, yeah 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 see yeah. nailed it i don't know i would i would love to see emma so but it's just like People hit a certain <laughs> level in Hollywood and decide that yeah, like, they, don't say, want, yeah. they don't have to do well, this. They don't have to, but I mean, like Meg Ryan and Julia Roberts were like established mm -hmm. names. Like different. I mean, different, er, different say. era though. Although Julia Roberts and George Clooney doing Ticket to Paradise was, I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of questions. Yeah, <laughs> I liked Lost City. Did you watch that? No, one? that's Sandra Bullock, right? Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think which other ones I watched recently that I liked. I still did you uh, did you ever watch the one on Amazon with Charlie Day that I want you in? I think Jenny Slate yeah. loved that. Yeah, loved I it. Want, I want you back. He's, I think. Yeah, and that's one that like again, that's the they're both good looking people, but it's not the like model good looks like. Well, Scott Eastwood. She was dating Scott Eastwood, right? Or was she? Yeah, she was. Yeah, um, she was dating really... Scott Eastwood, and he was. I can't remember who he was dating. Neither. Um, the it got bad reviews, but I actually really liked it. Ghosted with Chris Evans and that Ryan I haven't Arms. seen. But yes, it did get very. It was bad fun. I was like, am I the only person that liked this movie? They kind of like flipped it where he was the insecure one, like texting a bunch. So I like that. You know, like why is Chris Evans put him? And Emma Stone in a rom-com, please. Sir, I've got, like, I have, like, things to do. I can't think about that all the time. Please. That's what like, Because he's good oh in, in, like, What's Your Number? Uh, yes. Yeah, man. He is so charming and so good-looking. Might have um, to watch Knives Out tonight, which I recently purchased in physical media via Blu-ray. I'm into Blu-rays now, folks. If you're, if you are, I would say 
if you're into physical media and you're a patron of the show, let's start a, a, a Blu-ray channel in the Discord. Nerdiest thing ever. But me, friend of the program, J.R. Hickey, we just we have been like exchanging messages of like, look what I just bought off eBay. Look what I just bought off eBay. So that's what I'm doing with my life right now is is buying movies. Uh, it's going to be important. When all those streamers, when when they all go out of business on the same day, you're going to be like, Kyle, can you send me some physical media? Because I need I need a movie to watch. And I will be there with a curated collection of, of hits. So <laughs> I love that. But I won't have, and when the world falls apart, we won't have any power with which to watch them on your uh, Blu-ray player. But I just need a, a generator, media. a power strip, and a TV and a, and a Blu-ray player. I'll just be in the middle of, middle of the hellpocalypse. <laughs> so Watching, watching oh, heat on Blu-ray. <laughs> I will say I put together a like list for for the win about like you know thirty-two rom-coms for February or whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, past lives just came out. I'll throw that on there. That's not a rom-com, folks. That's a, that's a cry. <laughs> there are funny. So I had to change. I changed the headline to romantic movies because it is a rom like has rom- like it's romantic, but it's, it's a rom cry. Uh, that's the. About Time has been nominated for Rom-Com Month by the patrons a few times. And like, that's a movie that makes me sob. Yeah, like, <laughs> um, I just, I'm somewhere I'm picturing someone read that book. Because it's got a lot of clicks on it, folks. So somewhere someone probably opened that and they were like, Who, did this person watch Past Lives? And the answer was no when I wrote it. And that's my fault. I was like, oh, this just came out. It's like cute. Like, they're smiling in the picture. Idiot. I think the general public probably appreciates the transparency there, but Caroline, yeah. <laughs> this movie is great. It is a rom-com. It is funny. Uh, thank you yes. for joining me. Where can the folks follow you? You can follow me at CW Darney on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and you can find pop culture coverage on for the win. And if you enjoyed this episode of big screen sports, please remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcast check out the last week of rom-com month coming up next week. Actually, I, that's a lie. We're extending rom-com month into March. So two more weeks of rom-com month, the, the, the rom-com gopher saw it shadow or whatever the fuck. So we're, we're doing that. Uh, if you want to support the show, join the Patreon and we will catch you next Monday. Thanks for listening. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.